Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Days and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host once again. Tonight, we're privileged to have Alana Burstein with us, the founder of Viv and Oak um, Wine, kind of. Alana, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I want you to tell the people at home what Viv and Oak is. Well, um, Viv and Oak is a non-alcohol cannabis um, wine company. Um, where we um, extract the alcohol out of wine and we um, add in THC and CBD. And right we on. have, yeah, and we have two different varietals. Um, right now we have the rose, sparkling rose, and we have shimmering scarlet, which is a sparkling red. Okay, so when I said wine, kind of, it's really interesting. I did not know. You basically you spin off the alcohol then? Is that the kind of the process? We do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's wine. It's, you know, very carefully um, chosen just because not all wine is alike and you have to really have good properties to process the wine with. Um, So we extract the alcohol from that. Um, And then from there, um, and it's through a process where it leaves in a lot of the flavors and aromas of the Mm -hmm. wine. So you're not left with just a water base. So we're able to um, keep in a lot of the tannins. And then we um, add in our THC and CBD. And we have an amazing full flavored, amazing effect um, and delicious beverage. Well, it looks really good. I mean, I'm looking at the sparkling rosé collection and it looks fantastic. Thank you. We so um, on this. We've been working on this for um, several years um, and it was really hard to let go to make sure that the flavor was really bang on, but the feedback I'm getting is really, really great. So we're thrilled. That's cool. I unfortunately have not tried it, but I'm looking forward to trying it. I'm going to go get some probably tomorrow. So this is the time of show I always ask our guests, what's your relationship historically to cannabis? I mean, did you start smoking weed and high school? Did you get introduced to in college? Where does cannabis have a role in your life and in your early life? Well, you know, it's funny because a lot of people talk about the stigma and around cannabis. For me, I always grew up with it. My parents, like we're in the 60s and I always remember them, um, you know, having it with friends and I can smell it. And so I was always a part of that. Um, my brother too, he um, smoked a lot. Um, and then for me, it was in high school and I never really loved it, you know, to be honest. Like I was really one that I got a little bit paranoid, but for whatever reason, it just took me out of um, me for a little bit of time. And, and that was fun, right? But I never thoroughly loved it, to be honest. And then mm. Um, I've just found that now when I'm just, um, now that I've experienced it, I'm eating it and ingesting it. It's a totally different, um, feeling for me, um, that I was not able to get say from alcohol beverages. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't understand that, especially non cannabis users, the low dosage cannabis ingestion is, is a great, very euphoric feeling. 
Um, the biggest problem within the edible space, and that's the space my business is in, you can't superdose people. It turns people off forever. And it's probably the number one thing you hear is like, oh my God, I ate that brownie and I'll never do that again. That's not what you want to do. It ruins people. Right. And we've all had those experiences. I've had it once and it's not fun. Um, And if you can ingest it in an edible, that's, you know, that the onset comes on quickly right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, the ingesting and when you ingest more, it doesn't happen. Um, So over-ingestion doesn't happen. And also like, it's more controlled microdosing, right? Yeah. So, but as like, you know, I was telling you about my, um, the milligrams that I'm doing and one of them is 10 milligrams per person, but some people are, their dosing is 20 milligrams, right? So it, it, it baffles me sometimes. I hear much higher than that, especially with yeah. young people. And they look at my right. product, and they're like, five milligrams? What? Are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> so. Right. So it's interesting, like what we hear, right? So so I hear like, wow, that's a lot, 10 milligrams, right? But then I hear like two and a half is so small or so, so but, you know, it's for your own discretion, right? And everything right. is different, right? So and exactly. you, the microdosing, so you'll have two or you'll have four. Right. And for me, it's for, you know, you can have two or you can have four if you're at 40 milligrams, you know, so it's, um, I think it's good to cater towards, um, um, who your market is and, um, and there's such a variety of different usages. Right. So, yeah. uh, Right. So um, you probably, you probably get the same, um, retail pushback occasionally from those, you know, the, uh, Bud tenders are buyers who only want high dosage. It's, it can be very frustrating at times. Um, and if any bud tenders or buyers are listening to this, you need to look at other products, okay? There's a lot of good products like this one and mine and other people's who you're just not looking at because you think everyone wants a heavy high dose edible or a pre-roll or a blunt. It's, it's exactly. not only that. Dispensaries are going to be the supermarket of the future. You, you better get to know your own retail model. That's what I think at least. I agree. I, I, I totally agree with you. And I get yeah. that. Like, you know, the dispensaries, can't you make it? Like, you should make it a thousand milligrams. <laughs> but it's like, but that's not for you. It's, it's not for you. Right? <laughs> so the product won't be for you. Now, um, are, you, are you from Northern California? I know you're here now, but are you originally from Northern California? I'm actually from Toronto. Oh, no. okay. There yeah. you go then. Yeah, I'm from Toronto. So, um, you know, I, um, I live in Toronto and my business um, started um, when I just started, um, you know, researching what I wanted to do and how I wanted to create a product that was, you know, that had so much value to it and where I saw a value in it. And, and I saw it with the beverages. So that's really where I was going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me, it was just like, being innovative, I wanted something that tasted really amazing, you know, and having um, come from a place of, you know, giving up alcohol and having that shared social experience with a, with a beverage, um, you know, um, that's where um, my journey began and I had to operate in a state um, where it was legal. You know, right. so that was the biggest challenge um, for me. Um, so, and making that happen. And then, you know, I, my journey started in Colorado 
you know, and, and then it went to Oregon and then it went to California and California um, is the market that um, has so much value. So, um, and then and for me, for California and for me, it was um, meeting the right people that it was going to, they're going to help execute um, what I wanted to do. So for me, that was, um, that was the most important thing. And um, it kind of all fell into place um, in California. Wow. Okay. And and are you down here uh, in California now permanently? Um, no, but I spent a lot of time there. Yeah, okay. I spent a lot of time. So um, just between the facility and between um, um, sales and marketing, um, mm-hmm. so I'm going to be spending a lot of time there. All right, cool. Well, I'd like to meet you when you're here in town sometime. That'd be great. And I'd, I'd certainly love to share a glass of your drink with you. So, you know, your comment about the joint social experience, you know, when I quit drinking um, last January, you know, and I I have started drinking again, not as much as I did before, but um, that was the big eye opener for me is like the lack of interaction with your, your, your pals, you know, when you're out and I did start to feel a little left out. And then I started taking my own product and and putting it into soda water with some lime and I was able to enjoy the social experience again. So that was a, a really big plus for me. I'm sure people are experiencing that with your product. Well, exactly. And, you know, um, we didn't have a lot of um, testers in this market, in this business, you have to move very, very fast. So it almost seemed like I, we formulated, um, the taste was amazing. You had to move right into bottling and I didn't really have a big testing window there. So we ended up bottling like everything. And then now is the time that really, um, I'm getting tremendous feedback on everything because that's what I'm doing is a lot of events. Um, creating awareness, getting people in front of the product, tasting it where I could do that safely. Education, Um, education, education. Education is everything. Yes. So um, the education piece of it is because, you know, we, people don't know, you know, I had someone come um, up and talk to me and they really didn't understand the milligrams of THC at all. Right. So, um, and exactly what they're going to be getting um, is really important. And, um, the new consumers, you know, are options for one-to-one for the new consumer and one that has um, a bigger, higher tolerance for our 50 milligram. Right. Um, so, and we have three different dosing styles for um, Shimmering Scarlet, which is our sparkling red. Um, we're doing um, a, um, we're doing a 100 milligram of CBD. Um, we're doing a um, high THC, 50 milligram, and we're doing a one-to-one-to-one. And that one-to-one is THC, um, CBD, and then there's THCV. Right on. Yeah. You've got all the bases covered. We're going to go to a break here. And when we get back, I'm going to talk to um, an issue that is consistent. And it seems very interesting that I am seeing a lot of women in the cannabis field and innovators and people who are doing cool stuff. So we're going to come back in a few minutes with Alana Burstein and talk about women in cannabis. And we'll be right back. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. 
It's time to Hemp Present. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Dazed and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host. And tonight, of course, we have Alana Burstein with us. And Alana, when we left for the break, uh, I want to talk to you about women in cannabis and how many women innovators I have spoken to on this program and how it seems to be a theme that this new adoption of this new business and a new way to enjoy yourself socially is really taken off with with women leading a lot of the charge. And I'd like to hear your opinion on that. Oh, it's so true. And, you know, it's just, it's amazing that we're able to have each other, to be able to inspire and, you know, just be, um, you know, we're really building brands here that are resonating with people. So something's working. So whether it's that stigma that we're we're taking that stigma away from um, cannabis, by you know beverage by flowers they have these cute little dog walkers now that the female mm. brands are making and overall just i think women are just supporting women you know we want more women we want competition in what we're doing because that's what makes us grow you know absolutely and you know, and I really feel that we want that. We want to, you know, yeah, we want to watch our competitors and see what people are doing, but we welcome it with open arms. And we're here to support other women and other brands that come into the and the field. And there's so much room to play. Yeah, I, I 
can't remember. It was um, two interviews ago. I think it was Rachel Burkhans or it was another woman influencer in cannabis. Oh, I love Rachel. I yeah, love she's Rachel. great. She's uh-huh. fantastic. And um, we were talking about, you know, how women can be competitive sometimes, but within the space, it's a safe space in terms of women talking to women and understanding the pillar of business that you just mentioned. And it's the most important thing that people have to remember. Competition is not bad. Competition makes an industry. It creates a real viable industry. So if you have the same idea or a different idea, but you think you're competitive, pursue it anyway, just to see, because it may lend a lot of credence to that market segment. That's right. A one trick category is difficult because it's a tough it's a tough road. I'm kind of in that position right now trying to get people on board with sugies and the agave syrup and sugar in individual stick packs. It oh. works and people love it and it's totally portable. And but I'm in a, a world by myself, but you are too certainly there're only a couple other people like that out there. So women out there if you're listening to this look at her product and come up with your own ideas and make us a better, happier cannabis world. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, and that's what we all need in the cannabis world too. Innovation and um, cool things coming out. And so we can all experience them. Exactly. Look at the packaging we have to work with. Like we're so lucky, like there's no, you know, limitations there. The packaging is just so beautiful, you know? Yeah, and no, there's great be, options right now. Yeah, to be creative around that. And that's really booming too, like all the packaging and the innovation there and the containers, right? Yeah, like that's definitely. So, um, yeah, so this is um, all super exciting. The, 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 the beverages, I, I really believe it's, it's going to be um, a pretty, very big industry. Um, you know, they have, you know, oh, lots sure. of, you know, beverage, um, the expo that's coming up in August. So I was there last year, um, which is great and just all education, which is so needed. You know? Oh, in San, in San Francisco? San Francisco, yeah. Yeah, and, no, I heard, um, actually a woman who I work with actually saw you there. And saw your product and she was very impressed. Yeah, yeah. So I actually didn't, I wasn't even bottled at that time, but we actually had a pretty label and a bottle that I was holding really, really tight. <laughs> that's, um, what, that's what she saw, I guess. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, so we've come a long way. That's, that's a short time and that's well done. I mean, that's yeah. tough work, I, I know for a fact. Now, on yeah. tough work front, let's talk about a, a subject that's near and dear to my heart, not necessarily dear. But it's troubling. The the seemingly broken retail model of some dispensaries and how cannabis dispensaries, a lot of them, don't even understand the business they're in. No, it's very difficult. <laughs> I, I just don't understand the um, reticence of some brands or rather some dispensaries to look at new and different and innovative stuff. Isn't that kind of their job to introduce yeah. that to their, their client? Yeah, it is. And it's even to get in front of them and even not to get responses. <laughs> Ghosting, um, you know me. I sent 30 times. last week in yeah. emails. I didn't get a single response. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. And I'm persistent. And I keep on going. And I do not. And I don't. Unless I meet someone at an event that is 
is up there in his way of um, calling somebody and um, then I'll get a response, but it yeah. doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. So, you know, which is really, really unfortunate because, you know, um, they, uh, you know, I guess, I don't know, is it not, not taking new products in or they're just, they're just, just a non, yeah, just non open to new ideas. And it's not because I think there's so many good products out there that I see that I don't see represented in, in dispensaries. It's like, this is a shame. I mean, the whole world's not into vapes. They're not all into pre-rolls. They want mm -hmm. different stuff. And the thing is, too, when I go into dispensaries, and I go into a lot, I was in 17 last week just to introduce myself, they just don't have the, the capacity to even think about it. But yet the client that I consistently see, especially in certain demographic areas like Palm Springs, San Diego, and parts of um, Hollywood, West Hollywood, yep. this is high money, high dollar clientele. And they're all above 45 years old. Yeah. They, yeah. they want new stuff. Yeah. I want new stuff, right? Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I just don't know why they're not making the shift. I mean, listen, we could have our own challenges with bottles and, you know, all that. It's not like pre-rolls. It's not like throwing flour in a box, right? It's very, very different. You know, we really see um, our business being B2C. Like, yeah. you know, maybe our consumer might not want to go into a dispensary. They see it, you know, and they want to um, buy it and get it delivered the next day. If yeah. not the same day, you know. And I then agree. And you yourself a lot of fees there, you know, too. Um, and, you know, but it's just finding good ones. And as we know, distribution, it's no walk in the park. And there's challenges. There's lots yeah. of challenges. Ours is not out yet. Ours is so, so do you do you do big moon sky as your direct to consumer is that correct yeah yeah so we're no with that that did not go through um oh. we're using, yeah district Ave. so they have two facilities they have one in the north and one in the south um so they were working with them for b2c right now so what's their name again um distro Ave. so all right Mento, and we're thrilled that's great i love hearing that and that's good to hear because um, that, that way you people at home can get it through Distro app, I believe, correct? That's right. And as you know, if we don't have, you don't have Distro partners, then you can't not move products. So. I, I know that intimately, believe me. Yes. <laughs> so um, within the framework of uh, other uh, uh, drinks out there, is there anything that comes to mind that you also think is looking good on the horizon for, you know, your competitors out there? Anything interest you? Well, I just think like it's just going to keep on getting better. You know, yeah. I think it's really just the taste, um, the flavor profiles. Like, I think it's just all, all going to get better. Like, this is new for everybody. It's new for our infusion um, technology company that we're using, for our facilities. We're one of the first ones out of there, you know, yeah, out of our that's cool. beverage. So, it's, it's know, tough being an innovator, though, isn't it, sometimes? Oh. It's very tough, especially being the first because you're making so many mistakes and the other ones behind us, you know, have the advantage of, you know, we yeah, don't do what Alana did. No, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But even so, like, it's so funny because I hear stories, you know, before about Rebel Coast, you know, when Chip was talking about, you know, his pitfalls and I did everything else. I did it all, but I heard him talk about it before, you know, yeah. he so, went down the same road. 
we go down the same road. You go down yeah. the same road because we have to we have to figure it out for ourselves, right? Right. So we're gonna yeah. go to a break here, and when okay. we come back, we're gonna go into humorous story and see if Alana okay. has something to relate to the people at home. Doesn't even matter if it embarrasses you a little bit, Alana, but everybody's been there with cannabis. Um, everyone's got that story in the back of their head somewhere or they don't want to remember it sometimes. And we'll be back and talk with Alana. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Dazed and Infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at s-h-o-o-g-i-e-s dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Dazed and and infused. And this is Latham Woodward. We are with Alana Burstein tonight. Alana, this is the part in the show where we're going to let our hair down and talk about something embarrassing, something funny, some event in your life that cannabis had an interesting part in. Do you have anything to share with us? And it can be goofy as anything you can possibly think about. Oh my gosh. You know what? I just like my experiences with cannabis, like just, you know, overall, like it's just such a funny experience. And like, you just never, ever knew like what you were going to be getting. Like just the experiences would go from being super paranoid to having really funny, funny, crazy belly laughs. Like when we were younger. Right. And that Mm -hmm. still happens at times. Um, And just crazy crazy food choices that we decide to put into our mouth when finally someone said this that's great yeah food combinations like i like crazy like i'd be like no you you didn't (laughs) right yeah 
Exactly. Avocados and what? Chili? Oh, oh, I don't think I was going avocado. I think it was more like Doritos and like chocolate chips. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, oh, that does not sound good. No, that does not sound good. Um, anything else just on a, uh, that would uh, an actual moment in time where you, you just realized, man, I am stoned and oh, that well, is so funny. And I, yeah, no, I, well, you know, I, I would say when I took away way too much edibles, I would just, you know, that was just a moment where I was just like, oh God, you know, um, but you know, that lifelong cannabis, it, it, it's fun. It takes you on a, a lot of different um, places and um, thought processes. And, you know, I'm just, I'm thrilled that it's in my life and I'm thrilled that I'm able to create and innovate um, with this amazing plant and turn into what we have. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, are your are your friends up in Toronto jealous of what you do here in California? They are, I bet, so I bet they are. They have not tried it. My kids haven't even tried it. Like, Can you get some sort of tour together and fly them all down here? Yeah, definitely. That's definitely happening this summer. It's definitely happening. So everyone's thrilled. They just cannot wait to taste it. They can't wait well, to see what it feels like. I'm hereby volunteering to have Shuggy's Cannabis Margarita Bar non-alcoholic margarita bar at any event you do. So please remember that I said this and oh. we'll cover your cocktail hour. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Yep. Well, we definitely have to have some Vivanote together when I come in. Yeah, well, we will definitely get together. Um, I'm, I'm generally in the Bay Area, you know, two or three days a, a week, but I'm also doing a roadshow constantly like yourself. So yeah. let's just try to get together via email and I, I'd love to meet you in person here. So. Amazing. Um, any other projects you're working on? I know this is probably full time right now, but do you have any other projects you want to talk about or promote right now? Yeah, well, this is right now, this is my focus right now. Um, and just sales and um, marketing and also, um, and just events right now. That is my, what I'm doing is all events. So we have the cannabis wedding, um, event. So that is on next Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, we have the beverage show. We have, we have hall of flowers coming up in April. I will um, see you there. Yeah. So we have, we're exhibiting there. So we're super excited about that. Um, so I went last year and I was totally blown away. I will get um, you an invitation to our event at hall of flowers, by the way. Oh, fantastic. That's I'm great. Forward to that. Um, so yeah, so we're just on the train right now for, for doing events and creating awareness and everyone sampling our products and buying our product. And, and that's where we are right now. Where can people find you on the web? Okay, so we're on um, my website, which is um, vivanope.com. Um, and then um, we are going to be having our B2C, which is Distro Ave, and you can purchase us on our website. Um, and then right now, we are not in any dispensaries right now, um, and we are working towards that. Well, that's, you know, get out there and just hit the bricks like I do. That would be my advice to you because in San Diego last week, Everybody told me I couldn't do it. I went down there. I photocopied 35 invitations, went to 17 different dispensaries, handed them out, and I had over 105 bud tenders attend my event that night. I love and it that. And went, went great. So I, you know, hit, keep hitting the bricks. It always pays off. Yes. So it's, it's, and by the way, for the people at home, um, it is Viv and Oak. That's V I V A N D O A K dot com. And um, any Instagram handle for you, Alana? Um, yeah, it's Viv um, underscore Oak. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Viv and Oak. 
Um, and we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. All that. You're everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. Like Savoir Faire, you're everywhere. <laughs> so um, I would like to say thank you very much to Alana for being here tonight. I can't wait to try your product. Thank you. I have a very good feeling that we will be getting together with our joint friend, Rachel Burkons, in yes. no time flat. And I'm working on a little project with Rachel, which Thank shall you. be divulged to you later. And um, I'm totally stoked to have you on the, the show today. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was pretty soon. All right. And for everyone at home, this show is brought to you by Shuggies. And you can find us at www.shuggies.com that's s-h-o-o-g-i-e-s.com if you have any questions about shuggies what we do or where we are you can look us up at that web or email us at info at again thanks for being here tonight alana and we will talk soon The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.